All right, just making note of uh, tonight's game. My goodness, they start the uh, the tailgate with Steve Courtney at 4 o'clock this afternoon. Looks like uh, kickoff at 7 o'clock, taking on uh, Central Michigan University. Uh, really, we wish both teams well. We We like them both. But we are the voice of Michigan State, so when push comes to shove, we're pulling for our Spartans and their new bobbleheads that are available <laughs> in the Bobblehead Museum and Hall of Fame in Milwaukee. Who knew? I didn't know. It's such a pleasure welcoming our next guest, who continues to do a great job as the mayor of the city of Detroit, Mayor Mike Duggan, on the other end of our line right now. Mr. Mayor, it is always a pleasure to speak with you. I hope all is well. It is well, though I'm feeling bad now. I never thought about a bobblehead Hall of Fame. Who could have done that? <laughs> yeah, we're both looking for more to do, aren't we? <laughs> yeah, I had no idea it existed, and it's in Milwaukee, and Milwaukee can use some of that with their beer and other stuff. But, yeah, a Hall of Fame and museum, and now there's a Michigan State bobblehead available. So people who want it can look it up quickly before they're all gone. Hey, you've been – is it my imagination – or haven't you been talking about this idea of what now we are calling uh, a land value tax plan? You've been talking about concern about the high cost of taxes for a lot of folks in your city of Detroit, our city of Detroit, and the fact that you also needed to do something about the vacant land and vacant buildings and maybe have those people pick up kind of the slack. Well, Detroiters are paying just about the highest property taxes in the state. So if you're a homeowner in Detroit, you're paying 67 mills. And uh, around us, uh, Southfield, Warren, Gross Point are probably paying 53, 54, 55 mills. So every Detroiter knows they've been paying much higher property taxes than the surrounding communities. And so we have a pretty simple proposal. Uh, let's cut our taxes on our buildings, 14 mills, bring it down to the comparable rate to the surrounding uh, suburbs, uh, and double the tax on land, which means all the people who have been owning uh, vacant buildings, they haven't done anything with them, people who have been speculating on vacant lots, uh, their taxes will go up. Uh, the taxes on homeowners and the taxes on, on business owners who own buildings uh, will go down and, and now will be comparable uh, to the surrounding communities. And I think that's what most Detroiters would think is fair. And and maybe this will help people who have been sitting on on vacant land. Uh, maybe this will spur them to either sell it because they don't want the extra tax uh, expense or to start to uh, do some development. That, that's what we're hoping for. Oh, well, exactly. Uh, land, the assessment on land in Detroit is virtually zero because there's so much of it. And so... You've got people sitting on abandoned apartment buildings that are all busted out, uh, paying $1,000 a year in taxes because that's all it costs, hoping someday somebody will want to come and, and build a big development there. Uh, now it's going to go up to a little more than 2000 a year in taxes. And hopefully we start to, uh, you know, these folks should have been paying their fair share all along, uh, but we want people to turn it over to somebody who's going to do something with the property, not just sit on it and neglect it. Sure. Do you uh, do you expect uh, any resistance from uh, Lansing or anywhere at all regarding this plan? Well, you're talking about making an historic change. This tax system has been messed up for a long time. Um, but so far, there's a lot of momentum. And I was really encouraged uh, 
Uh, yesterday I had the owner of a major scrapyard who's going to be paying more in taxes call me and say, I've decided to support this. This is really important for the city. It's good for the city. I know it'll cost us uh, some more money, but it's the right thing. Uh, that kind of attitude uh, has the potential uh, to make this easier than I thought it was going to be. Well, I've, as you've pointed out a number of times, Detroit's property taxes among the highest in the nation, and uh, you're going to try to fix that. And and we uh, we thank you for that. I hope that it does work out well. Uh, it just seems to be a no-brainer to me, but oftentimes uh, that's not the case. We'll see. I do see a story here from the University of Michigan that uh, Detroit's economic recovery expected to continue over the next several years with encouraging employment numbers and rising wages. They still point out that uh, the a lot of folks are not really making a living wage uh, in the city, but uh, the, 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 this overall is a positive report. Have you seen this latest from the University of Michigan? Yeah, yeah and, and it's going dramatically better. Well, you know, when you have 5,000 uh, jobs at a Stellantis, new Stellantis Jeep plant, and then, you know, 500 jobs at the Dakota dashboard plant that supplies it and the like, uh, you start to change the trajectory of this city uh, in a hurry, which is what has happened. But, of course, you know, GM and Ford and Stellantis have got to figure out a way uh, to to work this out with the UAW. Oh, boy. Yeah, this, well. The city and the state are going to take a huge economic hit. Yeah, well, it looks like we're going to. And I have to tell you, the, the whole idea of what's going on here, uh, the whole way UAW President Sean Fain came out swinging before there was really anybody to swing at, uh, and now they've they've filed charges against GM and Stellantis, accusing the automakers of unfair labor practices and the lack of a counter bid. Well, we already know there was a counter bid. I mean, you can't say things like that when we watched you put one of the bids or answers, the one from Stellantis, and make a big deal out of putting it in a trash can. I mean, that was there. You know, that... there, 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 there. There's issues on both sides. Uh, and and how much of this is a strategy that's going to get us to a deal and how much of this is a hopeless deadlock, uh, we're not going to know for, for two or three more weeks. But my hope is uh, that the top management at GM Ford and Stellantis uh, gets together uh, with, with Sean Fain and the UAW and says, you know, we're seeing great, gains in the auto industry in, in Detroit. We're seeing good profits uh, and we're seeing more employment. And, and there has to be a way for the two sides to sit down and work something out that works for everybody. I think you ought to sit between them all and say exactly that to them because the, the conversation is not a good or positive one right now. And you're right, there are problems on both sides. Hey, I was frankly stunned to see that Council President Mary Sheffield has basically announced she's running for, for mayor of Detroit in 2025. I I haven't heard you say you're not going to run for re-election. Well, it's a good job. I think a lot of people are going to run for it. So, uh, yeah, I think you're going to see a lot more uh, people file exploratory committees. And, uh, yeah, uh, that's a great thing about democracy. There should be lots of choices. But I'll no, make a decision I, on what I'm doing next year. Oh, okay. uh, but I don't fault I don't fault other people for for pursuing options. Has this affected your ability to work with the city council president, Mary Sheffield? No, it was funny. Uh, we had a community meeting that night after the announcement. 
And she did what anybody would do. She uh, formed an exploratory committee. It's not a declaration that she's running, but she was at the event. And the first thing I did was I introduced her and had her come up and speak. Uh, And you could just see everybody just relax. So nobody's getting worked up about this. It's two and a half years away. Uh, She's doing, and I I predict you will see several more people do the same thing. So Mayor of Detroit does a really good job. A lot of people are interested in it. It's it's, It's not always been a really good job. You've done such a good job. You've made it, once again, a really good job, just so we can get that straight. Hey, uh, you and Dr. Sonia have any big plans for this uh, holiday weekend? At noon, I'll be down in Ann Arbor. Uh, looking forward to uh, uh, another good season, and uh, it's, we're going we're to make sure we're at every home game. This is going to be a fun year. Oh, good for you. That'll. Be, I wish I could say that. I, I try, but I can't. But uh, they, we're excited about the weather for uh, tomorrow and uh, Michigan State playing tonight. It'll be a beautiful night for them. It, it's just – I. I don't want summer to end, but I do get excited about football season. How about you? This is my favorite time of year, and I can't remember the last time that Michigan and the Lions both had such an optimistic outlook. It's got to be decades. Uh, But I'm looking forward not just to the Saturdays, but the Sundays uh, this fall. It's going to be great. Yeah, it is going to be great. Thank you much. Best to you and to the doctor. Happy holiday, and it's always a pleasure speaking with you, Mr. Mayor. Mayor Mike Duggan here. my friend. All right. You take care as we continue in focus on WJR.